Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I hear yes. you fine, man. Fantastic. All right, see, one second. This is why I don't use Zoom, man. Oh, man. Very cool. Aircast Sparky in the house, everybody. Let me turn this music off. This will be uploaded as a podcast in a couple days. Uh, how's it going, man? Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for submitting your uh, your cartoons. Man, uh, thank you for good. having me. Yeah. Uh, it's a blessing, no doubt. And, man, my cartoons are all about me having fun. You guys enjoying it is just a bonus. Yeah, so I, that's what I wanted to ask about first is uh, how long have you been doing you know, visual art? What's kind of your background uh, in that field? Have you been doing it since you were a kid? Uh, well, I mean, I, I drew a lot in, in high school, but I never really did anything with it. I actually spent more time playing music. I, I played professionally in uh, rock and ska bands for about three years. Three Doors Down was actually our opening band for a while. Really? They won a contract. We didn't. Um, wow, I had no idea, dude. So you're wow, dude. That's crazy. What uh so what what instrument did you play? I play bass. Bass? Uh, Sweet. Bass guitar, a little bit of keyboard. Cool, yeah. man. When did you start that? I yeah, when how long were you, you said about three years you're in a band? Yeah, yeah. I, I played for about three years. My lead singer tried chasing a dragon, didn't work out for me. He caught the tail once and man, let go and never never caught it again. And then I joined the military. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, and, the, and is and, and so do you guys go on tour and stuff like that we are regionally signed so we would we would travel mostly from dallas over to jacksonville up to uh up to like charlottesville chattanooga and stuff very cool man that's total that's total surprise i, I didn't know you know we we hung out once in person and i've been on your show once and i think we both did frank's show once and i didn't know that you were a musician until right now a man of many talents uh no not really uh just someone <laughs> who uh who recognizes patterns and figures out how to manipulate their fingers with it that's all it yeah, is. yeah i feel that <laughs> I, I've, I've said for a while that if you can pick up one skill really really well it actually makes you better across a lot of fields you know you know, once I learned how to do music, I got better at writing. I got better at podcasting. I got better at actually got better at drawing, even though I've always been a crappy drawer. Do you think it works yeah, that I'm way? Not, I'm, I'm a terrible drawer, man. Really? Um, yeah, I am just a guy who can um, pick out something and just exploit it a little bit. You know, uh, the, car, the, the cartoons I do, the reason why I'm doing South Park style animation is basically because it's probably the easiest form you trace their head, you make it too big for the body, and you roll with it, man. Okay. So you, I think you said in the chat once that you spend about 12 hours doing one of those a animations. So I know nothing about visual animation. So do you just do it frame by frame and make the write a script and make the well, mouth? The, How do you do it? The program that I use for lip syncing and everything is called Character Animator. It actually uses my webcam. I draw the, uh, I draw the picture. The standard picture, I draw, draw some different positions for like mouth and stuff like that. And then I just hit compute and the computer does its computer stuff. Really? Uh, in fact, I've actually got, I've got Photoshop open right now. If you allow me to share the screen, I'll yeah. show you what I've been working Let's on. Let's do it. Yeah, I love stuff like this. Yeah, so you can share anytime. Okay. So here we go. So this right here is uh, my bulldog, and I'm going to be making her a uh, a cartoon. Can you you should be able to see? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. So this is what I'm working on right now. I've actually started working on this today. I'm 
about got her ready to rig up. Uh, that'll take about two hours to rig. And uh, I've already found some mistakes in it where I've got to fix it, but no big deal. Okay. But yeah, this is this is what I'm working on right now because I really think that, uh, I, man, I like politics. I love politics. Let's not get that wrong. Uh, but it burns you out quick. Mm. So we got to win the culture war. And the way we do that is by producing culture. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have music equipment anymore because I got rid of it all because when I'm playing music, for some reason, people in their, even in their forties and stuff, think they're going to make it big. Mm. I've been and hearing I'm about tired. that. Yeah. I'm tired of working with people who want to play music to get rich. Look, if you want to play music to, to play music and have fun, man, I'm down with it. But man, my, my days of, of chasing, chasing that dream is over. Yeah. You know, I've got a career that I've got to think of and I can't throw it all away for some pipe dream that is not going to happen because we're too damn old. Right. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there, yeah, there's no, uh, there's really no old rock stars. I mean, if you get, if you become a rock star when you're young and then you get old, that's one thing. But once you get over, you know, you definitely the cutoff it's most often it's 30, but definitely 35. Yeah. 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 35. Yeah. yeah. If you're not signed by 27, get a real job. Yeah. Cut your hair and get a job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still have my, I got, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what making it would be or whatever. I mean, I still, I'm planning on making money off of music in the local scene I'm in uh just because i can do a no, lot of different fine. things yeah but like as that's far as being fine. a rock star or getting signed i mean come on we have the internet you don't need to get signed yeah yeah exactly it's uh the the idea of depending on a record label to actually fulfill your dreams tom mcdonald as far as musicians go he's doing it right he's doing it completely yep. independent yep he, he the only thing that sucks for him is when he produces an album he mixes it down. He he prints all the CDs up and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, then he has to sign them all. Yeah, because he he does sign copies and everything, which is really cool. But when you have, I don't know, ten thousand orders come in on the first day, mm -hmm. and you're gonna wear your hand out doing that. So, yeah. but he's putting out some great music, and I'm not even a hip hop, R and B, and rap fan. I I just. He's got a good message. He's one of those people trying to hit, fight in the culture war properly. Yep. I'm taking, I'm taking a hint off of him. That's why I'm making based cartoons, man. Mm -hmm. That's, and uh, even my bulldog is going to get into it. So is, is this, uh, is this for your next uh, cartoon you're working on? Uh, yes. Do you, do you mind giving us a little spoiler on like what it's going to be about or something like that? I haven't written it yet. Okay, cool. And uh, so you do it all in one week, just like South Park, huh? Yes. Wow. I do Unlike them, I do it all by myself. Yeah. So uh, awesome. the last one, I had two two voice actors, which was one was an internet friend and the other one was my wife. And through the uh, amazing platform that is the Adobe uh, suite, I was able to change voices properly where they can't be identified and, you know, stuff like that. Cool. Because that was a spicy episode. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, I don't know if you ever, do you know, uh, made by Jim Bob? 
No. Oh, check him out. He he's spicy as hell, man. I mean, he's getting he he gets banned a lot and stuff, but he's it's not the South Park style, but he does he does animations and cartoons, and that dude is uh he's based and spicy for sure. Well, and I'm trying to I figured all the political like public figures is who I'm going to do the the South Park style because they're easily identified. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to things and people you don't know i'm just gonna draw them however i draw them. my dog is the cutest thing in the world i'm gonna draw my puppers cute mm-hmm. you know I, i'm probably gonna draw myself more of a, a shrek type character i mean because look at this puna man yeah Ooh, it is mm, it is bad so <laughs> you know you sell yourself look, short no man I, look I, it is what it is look i understand ogres have layers and so do i mm-hmm so (laughs) cool so so when did you start your channel actually let's talk about the military so aircraft sparky i'm assuming you're you're in the air force right i was in the air force and the army okay so why don't you tell us a little bit about um about your military service like how that went um what what was your experience like did you serve abroad stuff like that uh okay 14 years in the air force about 10 years of those i spent overseas deployed to the sandbox, uh, multiple combat tours as an aircraft electrician, hence the name aircraft Sparky. That's where that comes from. Um, later joined the army. I did it. I did it the wrong way, man. Most people go army and they go, man, this sucks. And they joined the air force. I was like, man, the air force is too corporate. This sucks. I got out. I joined the army and went, whoa, this sucks. and just stayed out afterwards. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, do I have kids? No. Well, yes. Okay. So I have, I have a son who I have officially adopted. Uh, he has grown. He's already out of the house. I, I helped raise him since he was six. He's a wonderful young man and he's independent, which uh, you don't see with a lot of young, young uh, individuals these days. Mm. So I'm, I'm very proud of him. I wish he would go to a trade school or a college, but Hey, that's his decision. I leave that up to him. He's doing well. Uh, but yeah, 16 years total in the Air Force, still serving the country through civil service, uh, federal service. I I work at a depot where I now train people how to tear down and build up uh, aircraft engines. What's a what's a depot? A, a depot? Um, yeah, he- heavy maintenance. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I yeah. thought it was like a uh, acronym. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, when yeah. it comes to when it comes to aircraft, it's called a depot. Mm-hmm. It's not a Home Depot. Oh, okay. A depot is a place where you go to get materials. A mm-hmm. depot is where heavy maintenance is. I've never occurred. heard that ever. Yeah. That's interesting. So, uh, but <laughs> a depot. So that's what I do professionally. I train people how to work with their hands. I, I, I teach a craft, a trade. Uh, I started YouTube about four, a little bit over four years ago. I'm miserably bad at it, but <laughs> it was, for some reason, I, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I stay on and do it. Uh, man, I, I watched some of my old, some of my first videos, and they were cringe. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, every uh, every 100 episodes or something like that, I'll go back and show the fa- my fans a little bit of the old ones. But the first, uh, yeah, the first, you know, year of a skill is the cringe, cringest stuff ever, man. I mean, musician, anything. You know, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's some bad stuff, and I've I've gotten better over the years. I have found my my niche when it comes to commentary, 
but I'm bored with it. Oh, so okay. I'm doing cartoons now. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good to change <laughs> it up. I mean, I personally think there's way too many talking heads out there, especially on YouTube. I mean, you can't have there's not that many different opinions. You know, if you look at one one subject matter article, there's only so many ways you can slice it. And, you know, I don't know. I tend to not like the really official stuff, you know, like someone in a suit, someone like, hey, it's like, can you imagine the hypocrisy of the left? And, you know, of course, the left is is hypocritical, but it just gets stale. The right so- just as hypocritical. And that's mm. really that's really the deal. Um, I'm a conservative because I'm a Christian. Mm. I mean, when it comes down to the morality of politics, the right is not the best, but is not the 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 most perfect ideology by any means. Yeah, but it is closer to my moral standards. Yeah, that's what that's about. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to share that through my. I, I did it through commentary. I'm still doing commentary on Wednesday nights. I, ha- I have my live streams that you you appeared on, which I was mm-hmm. so glad to have you on. <laughs> and uh, that was fun. It was fun. I one <laughs> of the, I like doing other people's uh, shows because I get to just tell jokes. Sometimes yeah. I tell. I think I made that one guy mad, but that's okay. <laughs> oh no no no! Don't worry about that. No, he's just angry. That's just who he is. Cool. He is the last angry mechanic. Um, <laughs> I, I will still do that. I, I still do that type of work. But when it comes to my edited stuff, I just think cartoons are are a more fun way to to exchange those ideas. And uh, I'm actually I'm probably not going to be on video as myself anymore. I am actually working on animating a version of me. So I'll really? be live streaming as a cartoon. Wow. Don't. Yes. There's a, there's one other person. Does anyone else do that? Yes, yes. There's actually tons of people that do it. Okay, that's um, cool, man. Yeah, um, some. Not many people do live action commentary that way, but I'm gonna do it. I have the i I dropped way too much money on a computer, mm. so I'm gonna utilize every bit of it. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully there's something in the works. I might have someone else coming on to the project. Um, can't really go much further than that cool only because well nothing is really sorted out and they haven't said yes yet even though i know they're going to because yeah. i mean come on you don't want to spoil it a, yeah you wouldn't want to do a project this kind of this kind of fun yeah that's yeah that's cool i mean like i like what you said about uh you know we got to win the culture war and it's not done with i mean i think i saw someone in the chat say like everyone has their role and you know, that's definitely true it it's multifaceted it's multi-front war um, and you know, if someone can use their talents to further that, I, that that's kind of one of the first, uh, uh, current events things I, w- I wanted to ask you about is, you know, w- what is a culture war? I mean, I think we could probably all agree that we're in one, but it maybe might, uh, mean something different to everybody, but what, what is this culture war we're in and how long have we been in it? How long, uh, uh that's a loaded question. Mm. So a culture war, as far as I understand it. It's basically we are fighting for the morality of our country and the survival of our society as we define it. So as you see over the past 20, 30 years, the goalposts have been slowly moving more and more and more, and now it is exponentially moving. So where 12 years ago, 
child diddling was considered to be just abhorrent. And today people are going, well, dude, it's headed the sexuality there. Sexuality is okay. It's, it's as long as you don't act on it. And I'm just like, no, that's disgusting. It's headed it, there quick. It's going to be yes. a protected class within the next <laughs> you know, like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's disgusting. And when you have things like that and you have people celebrating things like the murdering of an innocent inside the womb, and it is completely yeah. fine. We pat they pat them on the back and they go, Good for you, girl. No. Look, yeah, I would love to end the systematic murder of innocence, i.e. abortion, but we can't do it unless we change the culture. We have to push the culture back. We have to point out why this is wrong. Yeah. And the way you do that, you could do it through music, you could do it movies, television, infomercials, all kinds of things. The average American takes in about six to seven hours worth of media a day. Yeah. Okay. We are <laughs> that's, that's bad. horribly sedentary people. Mm. That's why we're so overweight. Look at me. I am fat. Just look at you. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's horrible. Um, yeah. I mean, one thing I think about that, you know, uh, whatever studies that come out about how much media people consume and things like that, you know, it's got to be mostly when they're at work and stuff like that. Like, I remember when I was doing a daytime show, you know, people would watch as like, I know you guys are at work and I wouldn't be happy if I was your boss. <laughs> and so, it, but I don't, you know, I'm not, so I don't really care that much, but it, you know, a lot of people, I think that the job they have, you know, if it's working with your hands, I mean, if I was, you know, in lawn maintenance or something like that, I would be listening to stuff all day. It wouldn't affect yeah. my job, but as far as an office job or something <laughs> like that, that's, that's a big chunk of your shift right there. Right. Oh man. Uh, look, and because I'm an instructor and right now when I'm not teaching classes, I, I study the subject that I teach when new stuff comes out, but it's not like that, uh, that field is expanding so quickly so it's not unheard of for me to spend nine hours a day watching youtube videos yeah, yeah. and uh just listening to what's going on because once i get home my tv is not on right now it is barely ever on right because i'm usually in here drawing or working on my setup for my next show or whatnot my wife is constantly doing work because she's trying to get her degree right now mm. So instead of sitting around watching TV and rotting our minds on whatever filth they want to pump through the airwaves, I'm now trying to make something that's a little bit more wholesome. Yeah, it's all about creating, <laughs> man. It's all yeah, yeah. I well, do you ever uh, do you ever speed stuff up to like one point five or two two times speed? To, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think everyone does now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, before I started a channel, even for the first uh, year, I had a channel. I was listening to like eight to 10 hours real time. So it would be more like four to five because I speeded mm -hmm. up the double time. Um, and then I just got way more happy when I started creating, you know, started yes. writing songs again, put out an album last year. Um, I think that, you know, men are meant to build. Uh, we're, we're not just men. Look, women are too. Women are there to create. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Biologically, they're there to create a life with a man and raise that life and turn it to perpetuate the human existence. Mm -hmm. um, but also 
at home, look, women historically have created a lot of stuff. Think about it. Women used to gather, used to used to gather and make clothes and, and stuff like that uh, for the for the tribes. And men would go out and hunt and build structures. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is our nature. It is our natural existence in life to create and try to make things better. And we are getting away from that. Mm. So gotten away from people, it a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. We've been yeah. sedentary for, for a good 50 years now at this point. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's gotten to the point that, you know, I have spent the past year and a half, two years talking about how we need to win the culture war. Well, I decided to put my money where my mouth is, mm-hmm. cool. you know, you got to practice what you preach. Yeah. And so, and that's what the cartoons are about. That's yeah. me doing my best to to practice what I preach. That's good. Doing doing a show and making videos just wasn't enough. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I mean, and that's what you're talented at too. So that's so you had the Bill Gates one. You had the two Biden one. So you've done three so far, or how many? I've done I've done three. I did one with uh, Doctor Fauci, Doctor Fauci. Uh, oh, it I wasn't did. Bill Gates. It was Fauci. No, That's right. Okay. Fauci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I did uh, Tucker Carlson. A couple goblins that, that moved their hands a lot. They yeah. I, they remind me of each other. Yeah. Uh, I, I did one of Tuck, I did a Tucker Carlson segment that I animated, and I already had a Biden puppet made, so I just threw him in there. Um, this one I did a, a Biden presser. I like doing the the scripted where I have to voice act and everything else. I enjoy those a little bit more because I have a lot more latitude with what I can do with those versus a segment, but those segments do cut out a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, these, these animations are very labor intensive. It's and, tedious, uh, right? Uh, yeah. And when you are a, a detail oriented individual, it'll drive you crazy. This this thing I can draw in five minutes. Mm. This puppet that I built, I could draw it in five minutes. I spent about six hours on it already. Okay. Yeah. Because every little detail has to be within a certain parameter for me. Yeah. Before it's like recording I show it music. To recording yeah. music. I mean, you could be in the studio all day making a 30 second piece of music and yeah. you know, then then want to throw it out at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, God. When, uh, when I was playing music. We would not play a song on stage until we practiced it at least 12 hours. Right. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, and, and look, when you're playing on stage at a bar, you're sell- you're not selling music. You're selling a lifestyle. Yes. So you have to live the lifestyle, well meaning you've got to be drunk. You've got to be partying. You've got to be the party. And if you are messing up your music while you're doing that, well, yeah. now you're really failing. So you practice to the point to where it's muscle memory and it takes no talent at all. <laughs> yeah. And, and so you almost have to drink at practice. I mean, that's, or that's what I would tell myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I went back in the 10 years ago, I was like, yeah, we got to drink. Cause we're going to be drinking at, at, at the show, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I see you starting salty. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I may take you up on that. Don't uh, be careful what you offer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It, that is that's a hard life man um i love playing music we actually used to practice uh watching adult movies really and, uh, doing copious amounts of uh of drugs yeah. uh, mainly because for the off chance women decided to show their goodies 
we wouldn't be too distracted and uh jeez talk yeah, about I mean, talk about losing the culture war yeah it's <laughs> it, this was the kind of stuff that that we did the practice and so when i when i'm making and because of playing music i am a consummate perfectionist and nothing i have put out is even remotely close to to perfect yet yeah and it's because i'm still learning uh one of the reasons it takes me so long to make one of these is because when i make a mistake I'm having to go back and research what did I do wrong? And I'm watching tutorials on how to fix it. Mm, cool. That's very nice. So, I, so you, so back to the culture war. So, you know, you, you kind of mentioned abortion. That's one of the pillars, but what do you think the other big, you know, I mean, I tend to think it's just the, the biggest thing is just, you know, what you would call sexual morals in general. Yeah. Like the, if you fix the sex stuff, you fix the sex in the degeneracy that fixes a lot of it. But what do you think are the other, big things that can be done i mean i the tend to think that well, the there's not the family unit yeah is probably the biggest thing um, dude it all goes back to sex man like it's yeah. like yeah fornication divorce you know sex out of, yeah it's 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 all part of that so destruction of the family do you think that was intentional yeah. you know because yes it, yeah you think so well yeah. it's a tenant it's actually a tenant in the left it is one thing that they they even call openly for black lives matter up to about two and a half years ago that was one of their main goals. They changed their, their website. Yeah, they website. took it off their website, trying to destroy <laughs> the the Western notion of the nuclear family. Yeah, and so it's it's disgusting in my opinion, and so you gotta you gotta show the benefits. Uh, my son, who who is adopted, I mean, he's not my biological son, but he is my son. You know, he is well-adjusted. He is an intelligent young man. He's hardworking. And it is because he had both parents. He had two parents in his life. Um, I look at things like the um, the the push towards the, uh, the alphabet community mm. where everyone is some type of letter. No. No bueno, man. It's so bad for everybody. It's bad yeah. for everybody, including them, including you, her, society, the kids, the mm -hmm. actual gays, uh, the cities. It's just bad. It, the churches. Once they started coming up to the uh, coming for the churches, that red pilled me hard in about 2016. Well, when they when they legalized marriage and they started uh, gay marriage and they started trying to force the churches to officiate homosexual marriages i'm like yep. this is directly against god's word yep no we got to burn this down yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's not good it's just it's just terrible and there's a you know the the right i think one of the biggest failings of the right wing is they've you know they they lost their will for a very long time you know well, the, their will to fight will to you know will to you know burn anything down literally or well, figuratively it is hip to be square. It really is. I mean, Huey Lewis said it best. Um, and that's what the Republican Party was. They were they were the squares. They were boring. And then suddenly they decided that, look, the left is popular and we want to be part of that club. Yeah. And so they sacrifice everything in the name of please just love me. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think one of the worst things for society was the notion of cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, like just like wanting to be cool and the things that were made cool over the years. You know, like when I was a kid, almost everything I thought was cool was sinful and almost Mm -hmm. everything that I went away from, I now want to do like singing, singing with other people, dancing, you know, just playing in the mud, just like all kinds of things that at the time were like, oh, no, I want to be cool. I want to chase tail or whatever, you know, just being clean wasn't cool. Chase and tail was fun. It's all fun. I mean, but it's like, but, but like, dude, I mean, but like, you know, Satan's fun, man, but that's not good. That's not good at all. Satan's not good. So it's like, you know, cool, fun, popular. These are not good things, especially when the world is, you know, extremely degenerate. Yeah. And that is, that's actually the, that is the trap that the left has set and the devil has set. Mm. It's fun. It's enticing. I mean, look, uh, there's a guy that don't like looking at lady bits. Uh, look, man, that's probably a problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe homosexuality is natural. I don't believe that it is the no. way they are made. I believe it is the original oh, sin. Oh, no, dude, burden. dude, but chimps, but did you, if you explore the animal kingdom, there's homos everywhere. And I'm like, dude, we're not animals. Like, we're made in the image of God. People, people are like, did you know that praying mantises, uh, they they have sex with with men? On, I'm like, they're not men. They're, they'd be male. But these Dolphins people that, rape. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins rape. Dolphin Does rape mean, caves. Yes. Does that mean... Does that mean that, you know, men should rape too? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not natural stuff. I mean, it's also like, you know, there's a big failure. A big part of the culture war is is just words and their definitions and stuff like that. You know, well, like, that's they, part of the game. Mm-hmm. The game is changing the definitions. Yep. Uh, human infrastructure is now a thing. Think about that. What is infrastructure? The, you know, logistic, the, how you, you know, move it's about. It's the way we get things moved from point mm. A to point B, be them electrons, water, mm. cargo. Interesting. Human infrastructure. Joe Biden has made that a mainstream term. He's calling for slavery. He's calling yeah. for human trafficking. Yeah. That's interesting. This I is didn't not a, that. this is not me you know, zipping a fishing line out there and thinking I'm hooking something, words have meanings. Yeah. And when you try to redefine these to make it more acceptable, there's usually a deceptive reasoning for that. And what I heard human infrastructure. Yikes. I'm like, this is why you want illegals in. You want them trafficked in. You want cheaper labor. You want a slave or a lower labor class. Yep. So slavery it, never went away, man. It just got expanded no, no, to everybody. Alive. Yeah. Slavery is alive and well. There are open air slave markets in Libya today. And it's yeah, because I, I kind of mean us too a little bit. I mean, it's just it's just under a different um, system or whatever. I mean. Like, you know, there's legal principles where you basically have to degrade yourself to the level of chattel for them to even prosecute you. Um, and, and so, I mean, especially, I mean, the 13th Amendment doesn't outlaw slavery. It just outlaws it outside of prison and prison. Yeah. Th- those are slaves. And but there's many things that aren't that aren't meet the eye and especially the inflation with the usury and the importation of, of cheap labor, that's, that's kind of slavery. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost the word slavery is a trap because it's, it's really how much, because 
if you go on like from a zero, like no slavery to complete slavery, it's more of a spectrum. You know, if you, you have to pay 60% taxes, that is more slavery than not. If you can't keep half of what you got, like we're all slaves to a point. Yeah. To something. I yeah. mean, I'm yeah. a wage slave. Mm. I'm a, I'm a YouTube whore. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I make content on YouTube with great intentions, but ultimately it's to get those sweet, sweet YouTube dollars, um, which aren't that plentiful or that sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not monetized. I'm never going to monetize on YouTube. Um, I think there's something to be, I think you fly under the radar a little bit more if you don't monetize and you they do? also take, I think so. I, I, and I also too much, they take 30% dude, of everything. I'm cool with that. I mean, what I do, I just shill my music lessons and hopefully, hopefully people sign up, but I, you know, I don't, I, I'll <laughs> never monetize. I monetize on D live and the other platforms, but there's something about YouTube's game that it's too much. 30%, 35%. It's too much. Oh, it's disgusting. And that's why I do things like I've signed up for subscribe star, yeah. which is uh, a based Patreon, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Patreon, get away from that. Yeah. Subscribe I got star. a subscribe they, star. Yeah. They take 5% and Hey, Look, y'all need to go over to Stephen and Ramis' subscribe star. You need to, you need to, you know, buy a little membership there, man. Support this man. He's out here doing marathon streams. I refuse to do that. Really? Uh, oh, I love him so much. I did a 24-hour stream a year ago. Um, I love doing this stuff. If I could find a way to get like really paid, I would do eight, nine hours every day. I love it. Uh, and I would just stand up the whole time and talk shit. See, I don't mind talking trash. I don't mind standing up. Um, but when I'm on, it's a performance the mm. the entire time. So that may not be the way you you do it, but I mean, being a musician, you know. Oh, I'm performing. Doing, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I'm on stage, it's, man. That's yeah. hard work, man. Yeah. That's hard work. It really is, and it wears thin on you. And I couldn't do it because, well, my wife would kill me mm. if I spent that much time online. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah i don't have a wife yet once i get yeah. a wife and a face it's gonna scale back you know <laughs> god willing um but maybe it's my calling in life to just not have a family and just do it all day i hope not though no um, no no yeah, uh yeah. that's never that's no one's calling in life yeah. in fact the reason why you don't have one is because it's just not it's not in the cards yet that's all it is man yeah, yeah. i'm kind of fatalistic when it comes to that stuff interesting um yeah, so let's talk about that. I mean, um, I wanted to pick your brain about God a little. I don't know necessarily, like, well, it'll come up, but, you know, we were watching the Tucker Carlson segment before that, and you said you're anti-Arab. And, yes. you know, the Israel had come up before, and, you know, we, we talk about these subjects a lot on my show. But, you I'm know, a Zionist. So, yeah, so, okay, so <laughs> let's talk labels or whatever. So when you say you're anti-Arab, do you mean like every you're anti every arab person in the world yes why like what do you mean anti like do you want them to die no i don't want them to die i just want them away from me uh look after, oh, okay. spending, after spending over a decade of having them shoot it at me yeah i'm i have friends that are arabs it's not like i don't give anyone a chance based see, on their see, origin it's but just if, it I, if i if i may you just proved you're not anti-arab though like if you have, if you're anti something that you can't have friends in that group well look um we worked hard to get one of our terps over in iraq here to america um he's a good man we got yeah. him and his family here in america legally it took us took us three years of work to get him over 
Maybe um, I'm just more of a hardliner. I just think that if someone is like anti something, then they can't. No, you can't have a friend in no, that no, group. No, 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 because that would just be sheer bigotry. And we, yeah, look, judge not, least she be judged. Like I'm anti murderer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want a no. I don't want a friend around. I don't have any friends that are murderers. At least unre oh, unrepentant murderers. Okay, I'm well, anti I'm, them. You may want to get rid of me, bro. Um. <laughs> I mean, are you a murderer? Are you an yes. unrepentant murderer? Yes. When have you murdered? War. That's not murder. Yes, that's it war. Is. No, it's not. No, it, it's why no, it is a form of murder. No, it's not. It's a form of it, killing. No, it is a form of killing, and no, I do not see much difference in it. It's just who I, who, how I, how I believe I Why? am unrepentant because what? it was either them or me. Yeah. That's not, that's not murder though. If it's, if it's either them or me and you didn't like it, there's there, that's why in the Bible, it's not, thou shall not kill. It's thou shall not, thou murder. Shall not murder. Yeah. Yes. That's not, war is not murder, man. War's war. <sighs> it could be a wrong. It could be a, a, a the war wrong. Was wrong. The yeah, but, but you're not in charge. You're, you're a soldier. No, you're right. You're right. So I think um, that that's, that's clearly different. It, 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 I think because the whole thing, the reason I go back to this, like from studying philosophy and stuff is if they were the same thing, you wouldn't need two different words. Well, like there's a difference because at least there, there's two different words. If you looked so. at, but if you looked at um, Aramaic, if you looked at some of the original languages, mm. there weren't different words. So that is more of a modern, that is actually more of a modern thing. But words having, there's wait. like 15, there, there's like in, in uh, Greek, there was one word for love, but there was like 15 different uses. It was all about context. No, no. In Greek, there's four different words for, for love. Yeah, I, yeah, I did this four, in, a bod, in, 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 a, in a Bible study the other day, but yeah. I'm just saying like words having meaning is as old as no, language. No, no. They, you know? do have, they do have meaning. And, but what I, and the reason why I look at it is because I actually had this conversation the other day. I was talking to some service members where basically, hey, did you know that I'm an extremist? By, uh, of course, you are too, Stephen. But we already know you are. Yeah. I think, <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends on what who's the mainstream. I'm so anti. If, if, the main, if the sick, degenerate mainstream is normal, hell yeah, I'm a proud extremist. Absolutely. Well, according to the U.S. government... You were automatically an extremist because of that one place we were at that one day. No, um, man. I mean, like, <laughs> according to them, I'm not, but that's okay. I and I, you know, I'm not, that's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Well, I've got the, uh, I've got the actual receipts on it. Um, I have an entire course that I had to sit through the other day. I'll, I'll forward it to you, man. It's some interesting stuff. Mm. Um, it's it's scary as hell, is what it is. Send me whatever. You're just talking about information. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and this is what they're teaching U.S. soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines today of what they call extremist. Hmm. By the way, Black Lives Matter, not extremism. Yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, I think these people are sick in the head. So, you know, yeah. I, like, I, I like to wear the label with a badge of honor or whatever, but I mean, as long as I'm not violent and I'm not, then I'm fine with whatever label. I'm, I've never been violent. I've never been like a violator of the non-aggression principle, and I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm a I, really like not but the non-aggression principle. I love I love that idea, that theory. It's a great idea libertarians are so ideologically ignorant uh, because someone like me will gladly fill that void with lots of violence to take over everything. Yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. Anyway, so but let's it get is that a great idea. It is yeah. a great idea. 
I don't see you filling the void. Like, I don't see you, you, you coming over and taking over my land. But and if you did, there'd be problems. Uh, but no, no, no. It's not something I actively seek out. But if it was a whole if there was nothing to stop me from doing it, mm -hmm. I would be a tyrant. Well, that's because that's well, you know, let's let's get back to this in a couple of minutes, because I okay. that's this is why libertarians are so big on guns, though, It's because because yeah. they're like hardcore about their defense. But anyway, so mm -hmm. so anyway, so I in my opinion, I don't think you're anti-Arab. I kind of get what you're saying. But like, did you one thing I saw in the did you join the military to kill Arabs or did you did you become in your words, anti-Arab after your experiences overseas? Oh, it was well after my experience. Yeah. I joined to go to military. I joined the military to go to college. Mm -hmm. and uh during my first enlistment 9 11 happened and i stayed for that mm -hmm. so it's when i joined the when i joined and if anyone joins telling you they want to defend their country nine times out of ten i will call them a liar to their face because no one no one goes with that intention it's always more than one reason yeah. i mean it's carrot and stick type thing you yeah, know, they get I couldn't benefits, afford to yeah. go to college. I couldn't afford to go to college, so I jo so I joined the military, and I'm glad I did it. Mm. Met some great people, made some horrible people, um, did some great things, did some not so great things. Experienced the world, and that's one thing many people can't say. I've been on every continent except Antarctica. I've been to over 128 different countries. I can cuss in about six different languages. I can order beer in about you know, about as many <laughs> different languages. Yeah. Um, I've experienced a lot of great things and a lot of great people. Man, I got to go to a, a Muslim wedding in Turkey where they sacrificed a sheep. <laughs> Sweet. You know, and all, all this other stuff. I mean, some, some old school biblical stuff. Yeah. And um, these weren't like extreme Muslim types. They were, you know, they were just going along with their traditional uh, religious service, just like we would with marriage. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a Catholic wedding. They're mm -hmm. beautiful. They take forever. Man, they're beautiful. And it, I have, I have a, a certain respect for the tradition that goes along with these ceremonies. And even though I loathe Islam, I think it is a death cult. Nothing good has come of it. And I actually spent four years in college studying Islam to make sure that I did not have the wrong impression. I mm. gave it the most charitable bit I could. Yeah, I've done that with most religions, too. I've studied religions since I was like in fifth grade. And I, you know, I definitely did that same fair shake thing where I like researched. Yeah, I, I try to so. give it a fair shake. because yeah. I mean, when I came back, when I came back from Iraq and stuff for my last time, I was so over it. Mm, interesting. And when I went to college and uh, I went to a class called Christians and Jews under Islamic rule. And it was taught by an, by a, a, an Israeli. And so he asked everyone, why did you want, why did you take this class? And, and everyone was like, Oh, well, Islam is such a, such an awesome religion. And it has so much rich history and all this other stuff. And I went, yeah, I spent the last decade killing a bunch of goat effers over there. <laughs> uh, so I just want to know why the hell they're so screwed up. And everyone was appalled. But the professor was like, this is the most honest answer I've heard. Yeah, I appreciate like, honesty. That's cool. So, so okay, so why are you a Zionist? 
What is a Zionist before I even say that? What what is a Zionist? A, a Zionist a Zionist is like an extreme Jewish nationalist. I believe in I believe in not only the rights of the existence of the Jewish state, mm-hmm. but I believe that there must be a Jewish state. M- must for what? Uh, why, is, why must? It's almost a commandment, in my opinion. Wow, interesting. Yes. Okay, um, so 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 do you mean like okay? So what is a Jew? A Jew is a member of the tribe, man. God's chosen people. So it's not happen. a re- it's not a religion. It, it, it's both. It's both. Uh, you could be an ethnic Jew, but not a practicing Jew, not a religiously practicing Jew. I okay. mean, look at look at the majority of the Steens and the everything else and the Democrats. None of them are practicing Jews. If they were, if they were, they wouldn't be Democrats. Okay. So, so how can someone be, be how can, I don't understand how one word can mean different things at different times with different people to, to achieve like a, 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 for a means of control and power. Cause that's you, it's used that way a lot. Like it, it switches definitions all the time based on people wanting to be in charge. There is there is a, a racial component to Jews, but really none of them are pure Jews anymore. You know, what uh, is a pure Jew? Someone who can actually trace her lineage back to prior to Jesus mm-hmm. and have nothing but Jew Jewish like blood the, in tr- there. the the tribe of yeah. Judah. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, there's very few of those, if any, left in the world. Um. But so, yeah, I'm just like to, uh, to me, I've never been able to get farther than three minutes in this conversation without I've never left this conversation with more clarity. It's well, always it's down the line of more and more confusing, more and more confusing, so, more subversive, more so confusing. Muddied. It is yeah. so muddied. Um, it really is. Um, I'm a Jew with Jesus. I'm a you're a, I'm messianic. a messianic. Yeah. So but that's not a Jew. No, it's not. No, that's I'm a not Torah. That's tribe. a Torah worshiping. Yes. So yes, that's not a Jew, though. Well, no, it's not even a Torah worshiping. It's not worshiping. The, sorry, we worship God. You know. Yes. But but it's no, a, it Torah a Torah based adhering. biblical worldview. Yes, because Jesus Jesus added on to the Torah. He didn't take away. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, because of Jesus, we can eat shellfish." No, that's Peter lying to you. But yo, but so you don't take the whole Bible. No, you don't I believe in the, the whole, whole Bible. Bible. So, no, but, I do. But but, but th- I've seen you say this in the chat before. So that thing that Peter said was in the Bible. Uh, that thing that Peter said was a lie. And but dude, you, you just admitted you don't take the whole Bible. You can't you can't square those two things you just said. Jesus. You, you, no, 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 no. One Jesus sec. One sec. One sec. I'm just saying if you say Peter was a liar about that scripture, you then say you don't take the whole Bible. So it can't well, be you. You can't have both. Okay. It's literally impossible. Well, what was uh, the Council of Nicaea? Was it? Nicaea was three hundred years after Peter. Well, uh, Peter. Peter was named the first pope. I guess um, if you if you if yeah. you that's way up for debate. I mean, I'm not a Catholic. Um, yeah, I've I'm not re- researched Catholic Catholicism, but forget about the pope thing. I mean, the word Bible is not in the Bible. So it's like there's things. The word Trinity is not in the Bible, but we believe in the Trinity. Um, So I'm saying, I'm just saying that like, you can't say Peter was a liar about that scripture while saying you, he wasn't really talking about food though. It's been taken as food. Okay. See the, 
the what is what is the actual oh, translation the translation of the bible has been bastardized mm. i mean the reason why king james version of the bible exists because king james wanted a divorce that's king that's, henry king james when he called for the actual for the actual translation of the bible mm-hmm. he was looking he was petitioning for a divorce Right. And I'm just saying that that's not, that's not accurate. That's King Henry that wanted a divorce. King James was not in that same era. Mm. That's not true. Yeah, like, so that's just, I, that's just my understanding. It's not I, true. Yeah, that, that mean, the whole guy who wanted a divorce and beheaded all his wives was King Henry. And no, no, no. King Henry beheaded all of his wives. No, no, no. That's that's a different thing. Yeah, the Anglican Church was founded by King Henry because he wanted a divorce. Yes. But that That's, wasn't King James. That was part of the that was part of the uh, Protestant Reformation, mm-hmm. which that's after Martin Luther yeah. and everything. Which yeah. I I got a lot of respect for Martin Luther and the Lutheran movement. I really do. I I think uh, getting out from underneath the thumb of the Catholic Church was probably one of the greatest movements in Christianity to present. Um, but. Out of that sprung, there there was there were so many denominations that shot up well after the Protestant Reformation. Thousands, yeah, it's a mess. I mean, <laughs> when you look at when you look at the OG Protestant Reformation type movements, you're looking at the Episcopalians and the Lutherans, which it just which one is more Catholic like? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I mean, like I, I respect what what's called the apostolic succession, which is why I haven't like really made my mind up on my denomination yet, but that's, you know, it's probably why, you know, to me, what's known as uh, Protestantism is kind of a mess because it doesn't take into account that there was a tradition after Jesus. And, and that was biblical. I mean, Acts, the first council was in Acts. That's a council of Jerusalem where they did, Mm -hmm. they did decide on these things, some things, and Jesus gave them the power to do that. But anyway, let's, let's get away from the theology stuff for a second. I'm just talking about some modern day Zionism, like, like modern day Zionism is just someone who basically supports the Jewish state. Um, they believe that they can have autonomy to control their own country. It's, Mm -hmm. it's nationalism. But instead of it being white nationalism, black nationalism, European nationalism, Asian Mm -hmm. nationalism, it is Jewish nationalism. That's all it is. I see nothing wrong. Just like I want America. I want Americans to be more nationalistic. Yeah. It is not a race thing. It is a country thing. It is your culture. It is your birthright. As a U.S. citizen, America should be number one. Well, in Israel... Israelis want Israel to be number one. I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Okay. So I, I don't, what I see a problem with is that they want not ever. I mean, look, whenever you say they or it or is, it's a singular thing, you know, or like they is, is a plurality, but, but it's like, it's more complicated. Like, but there's a big segment of, of Jewish people that want America to be Israel first. <laughs> Yes. And that that is not cool, man. Like, it, no, th- I don't agree with that. Yeah. See, I'm an American first nationalist, but I reserve the right to go. Hey, those guys over there, they had the right to be their country first as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see, see nothing. See, wrong to with me, that. that's just a nationalist. 
Like, like it's, it's like when you say you're a Zionist, it's kind of like, it's like you, you're holding them to be special, but like that no. would mean you also mean you're a Japanese nationalist. You're a, you're a Chinese nationalist. Well, uh, no Japanese. I will never claim that they have the right. They are a conquered people. They cannot actually control themselves. What do you mean by that? They are a conquered people. The Nippon. What do you mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know what you're yeah, talking we about. We dropped the sun on them twice. They okay. lost. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we allowed them to, to thrive, though. I mean, they're they're no, no, no. We Japan, Japan's an ethno state, man. They, they are. But it, here's the deal. And I, I lived over there for three years. It was a great time. I loved it over there. Absolutely. The Japanese people got as godless as they are. They are still a good people overall. They are more moral. They have more Christian values, open Christian values in that country that doesn't believe in Jesus than America does. Mm. They are, there's a lot of immoral stuff that goes on over there, but yeah, you can't just claim at, a word and, and you can't just claim, you know, I mean, plenty of, of, you know, you know, baby killers and stuff like that invoke the name Jesus over here. Yeah. It's disgusting, man. Yeah. yeah it's, um, it's gross. But the reason why they thrived under American rule, because that's what it was. Yeah, we when when we beat them, they they lost their right to govern themselves. For it, we gave we we gave it back to them around the mid seventies. So about thirty years, we ruled them with an iron fist, and they built a great economy because they have a strong work ethic. Yeah, they look everything positive about the Protestant movement, like your hard work ethic. You're, strive, you're striving to, to maintain some form of education and whatnot to improve technologically. Um, all that stuff comes from Protestant work ethics. They embraced that because it was so in line with their culture that they already had, and they made it their own. Now, notice nothing new comes out of Japan, only improvements on what's already been invented. Hmm. And it's because... They are taught to think a specific way. They are not allowed the liberty to think outside of these, these boxes. So if you look at inventions, the, the, the bulwark of inventions comes from most Western cultures. Yeah. They take Western ideas, they find the flaws in them, and they improve on those flaws, making better products. Yeah. Quick, quick question about that. Do you, how do you, you know, this is a big tangent from what we were talking about. Like, well, how do you feel about intellectual property? Like, do you think that should be like a legal? Because like, if, if that's illegal, then you have to almost appeal to like a global government. Like, I'm not big on the UN or international law because no. I'm just a national. Like, so what do you think is to be done about, you know, people, you know, well, taking ideas, you know, or whatever, I'm, you know. I think there should be limits on how long intellectual property exists. You copyright a song and every 10 years you have to renew that copyright in order to receive royalties on it. When it comes to patents, that patent is good for 30 to 40 years. And I think but, that's a little bit excessive. But who enforces that? that, that to me, it's more about it's who all enforces. civilly enforced. Um, By who? What, what court? A global uh, no, it, it really depends. Like uh, I met the guy that invented drain decks for naval ships. He owns the patent for drain decks on Navy ships, something that has existed for a century at least. Okay. He yeah. didn't invent them. 
he bought the patent off someone. Right. Every time that drain is made, he gets paid a royalty if he makes it or not. Sure. All I'm saying is that between countries, like in in order to enforce something. There is an international organization. Yeah. I can't remember who does But do you like that? Do you think that that should exist? No. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any Not international law, no international courts or laws should exist at all. Like it's just okay. my I don't know. And Boulder Boulder says twenty years. Twenty um, years. Yeah. Twenty years. I, I'm guessing he's talking about with patents. Yeah. Um, look, I I know this guy's still getting royalties on patents, and this drain deck is it's interesting old yeah. technology. Um, and I know <laughs> I know that drain deck's been around for at least a hundred years. <laughs> yeah i mean literally it, a hole in a hole in the deck with tubes whenever i think about <laughs> whenever i think about law it's just it, it comes down to what gun or what court is ultimately willing to enforce it and well, there's world courts for all kinds of things yeah I mean, fuck that i think, think of, about the, it yeah the nuremberg trials was held by an international court we have human rights councils and stuff that selectively enforce law because if they were to actually enforce the law universally, China would be in big trouble, which I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Islam or the followers thereof, but I don't think that they should be scientific experiments and unwilling participants in organ harvesting. This is actually a good, good thing to transition back to what we we're talking about, like, you know, 45 minutes ago. So do you think do you think the like, are you an interventionist? Uh, it's a, it's a mixed bag in my younger years. Yes. A hundred percent. Uh, these days I've done my time. I don't want anyone else to do anymore. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like when I was young, I was all about, let's go in there and get some and looking back on it and all the problems that I have, I don't want anyone else to suffer that. And so I am more of a pacifist uh, on the international stage more than anything. I, I actually was talking to during that briefing I had to go to about extremism. I was laughing at some of them because they're like, yeah, we're, we're the best fighting force the world has ever seen. And I said, and always defeated by third world countries. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist on the intervention stuff. I think that that's by design. Well, a I lot think of that's, it has to know. do with corporate protection. Yeah. Um, and so – one of my coworkers never deployed to a war zone, but deployed to South America with the war on drugs. And yeah. uh, so I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, where'd you operate out of? So he told me this base. And I went, oh, that's cool. I'm like, how many times did you see unmarked planes fly in and out of there? He thought about it. He's like about two to three times a week. And I'm like, and what did they load on them? He's like, you know, we never really saw exactly what they were loading on it. Like, what do you think they did with all those drugs they captured? Hmm. He goes, I'm like, you ever heard of a a company called Air America? And he's like, you're not. I'm like, dude, the only reason why we're in Afghanistan is because we have an opioid crisis. Guess why we have that? Yeah. Yeah, it's allowed (laughs) to have. Yeah, it's like I almost feel like the the last 50 or 60 years have been just like set up. Like the drug war, welfare, you know, immigration. Uh, Heredius uh, 768 Taliban will win. No, the Taliban has won. Yeah. We fought them for Fine. over 20 years and Keep guess it. who is still running Afghanistan. Keep it. Fine. Yeah. It's their land, man. Yeah. Let them have it. I could not care less. Yeah. Look, we went over there 
to kill a person. We did it the moment we killed him. We should have left. Mm, interesting. And, yeah. In Iraq, we should have never been there. There were wow. weapons of mass destruction there. They just never changed the stenciling on it. Hmm. We sold, we sold mustard gas. We sold chemical weapons to Saddam Saddam Hussein while they were fighting the ten-year war against Iran. Hmm. After Gulf War One, he used some of those munitions on his own people. After the U.S. called to rise up against him, it's complicated. Every, yeah. Every monster made in the modern day era, post World War II, the United States of America has had a part in it. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, I mean, so so like you know, do we just leave it alone? I mean, I, I that's what I I'm pretty at much a non interventionist. Yes. Yes. I think at this point I'm I'm to the point now. Look, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines raise their right hand and they swear to uphold the Constitution. Yeah. against all enemies foreign and domestic when is american soldiers being used to defend that constitution today it's not no they they infringe on it they don't infringe on it they are actually and this is this they is work for a corporation a, yeah they are nothing more than a mercenary corps yeah for our private corporations think about it why were we in iraq it wasn't because they were doing something against America. No, they were affecting gas and oil prices. It had nothing to do with weapons of mass destruction. It had everything to do with corporate profit margins. Yeah, we went to I. We dark. went to Afghanistan with legitimate, righteous me, uh, means. We went there to avenge the death of people attacked on 9/11. We systematically avoided killing the person responsible for about five or six years while the CIA was setting up a nice little opium farms and everything else. And then when we finally killed him, we said, you know what? We're going to stick around for a while. Yeah, it's a racket. <laughs> it's all, all war is a racket. Yeah. Who said that again? It was some famous, famous general back in the day. But um, it's, <laughs> it's dark, we're wasting, man. We're wasting blood and treasure. Yeah on profit margins we are not doing things to protect the american people we are doing things to protect the politicians profit look our 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 secretary of defense is a board member or was a board member sorry for raytheon yeah they all this is cycle that just yeah yeah so what do you think about the whole uh you know trannies in the military pregnant women you know what do you think about this whole thing Okay, so <laughs> the unit that I work with has a uh, a, a trans a transmission in their in their ranks. Um, you can say whatever, man. It's my channel. Um, yeah. Um, look, when I first met Shim, I went, "Listen, pal, you need to cut your fucking hair." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Shim uh, the name of the person, or is that the, no the, Shim yeah. Shim? Shim is how I refer to she hims or him she's called the, the the unit. <laughs> that was their WWE name, the unit. <laughs> the unit. Uh, but no, this this cat, this cat. I, I looked at him and I'm like, you can cut your hair, pal. And uh, it's ma'am. <laughs> and he looked at me and he got a little offended, and I went, and just like you know, hey, look, 
look at the bottom corner, the bottom left corner of the screen. Fox News, none given. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a crap. Oh, well, I'm transitioning. Oh, so you need to be kicked out. That's what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. Because if you can't accept the reality of something as simple as your biological sex, right? how can you accept the realities of war and combat? Yeah, it's literally mental illness, and you're going to a place where you're definitely going to leave with more. You know, you're yeah. definitely going to leave with more. Like, so what, <laughs> what, what do you think about, like, don't, uh, don't ask, don't tell? I mean, do you think, like, the military should be, you know, actively searching out to see if someone's gay and just booting them? No, or I don't think they should be actively searching. I think one of the... I was brought up in Don't Ask, Don't Tell. When I joined, that's what that was. When did you when policy. did you enlist? Ninety six. Okay. Um. So Don't Ask, Don't Tell was in full effect. I served with multiple people who were of the uh, the homogenous variety, and before Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed, and we knew about it. If it didn't affect us, it like worked. Firsthand. Wide. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> one of my one of my roommates in tech school was actually gay mm. and uh i thought that was funny because he hid it from everybody and um he was he was upset because his his girlfriend broke up with him mm. and uh he showed me the letter and i'm like this ain't this ain't a chick's handwriting <laughs> he goes uh he goes hey i'm, I'm gay and i went okay cool whatever mm. i don't care yeah i'm like you don't mess with me i don't care uh, it it and he's like, well, hope you don't think less of me. And I'm like, I didn't think about you before. Why would I think about you now? It's, I don't, it's not my place to judge. I tell him, hey, I don't approve, but not the moral arbiter of anyone else's life. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know. But you don't think it should be like sought out. Like, you know, I just, because no. I kind of think of it like, you know, almost any mental illness or anything that's going to uh, affect battlefield relations, you know, you got to like screen for it a little bit. No, because honestly, sexuality shouldn't be part of work. Mm. It really shouldn't. Um, it's not like I would go to work and brag about my conquest or anything like that. And if, if you do, I mean, that's that says more about you in a maturity level than anything. Mm. As a military member, you're supposed to be a consummate professional when you're at work. Now, that isn't how it really happens. But the reality is there, there are certain things. It was just things you didn't talk about. Mm. You didn't talk about your sex life. Yeah. I took Jenny out on a date, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We had a great time, man. Yeah. I'm tired. It was a long night. That's about as far as it should go. What about drugs and stuff though? Uh, drugs. No, if you're on drugs, people would, people would actively turn you in for that. See, I see. I think that that is arguably, I mean, there's a safety. I, concern. I don't, I don't, I think so too with the gay thing. Well, I think see, there's a, the, a safety concern for sure. With, with the gay thing, it's uh, it was a whole, hey, if you're not messing with anyone, if you're not bothering anyone, it's none of our business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we caught a guy, we caught a guy who was uh, who was churning some butter to another dude, you know, <laughs> looking at him through, through the showers. And uh, yeah, he got beaten within an inch of our lives. <laughs> And uh, then he got put in prison for multiple years for sexual assault. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's not only did he get his ass beat and almost die, he got to go to prison for that privilege. But yeah. And what was funny is like three days after he was sentenced, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed. Wow. Yeah. He's Fascinating. Still in prison. 
Wow, man. <laughs> yeah, so we just did an hour, man. We should wrap up pretty soon. But, uh, you know, so what's the, you know, so let's just get back to your channel for a sec. So you're doing the cartoons. You're going to animate yourself and do live streams where you do, like, yes. live act. Do you have any, uh, I don't know, when is the live action, what do you call that? Just animating yourself? What, what do you well, call it's that? it's going to be... It's it's going to be animation. It's going to be live action animation is, is probably the best term uh, because, look, you're going to be able to talk to me and the cartoon is going to respond. Yeah, I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, man, it's actually it's actually pretty cool. Uh, the technology involved, man. Look, if you do not have the Adobe suite. Bruh. Yeah, is it tight? It, it's expensive. Yeah, but it's worth it. And the amount of the, the amount of options that are now open to you, look, you have an entire production studio at the palm of your hand. Is there music too? Suite. Yes. Is, yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Dude, Thirty-two channel. Thirty-two wow, channel mixers. Really? Oh yeah. shit! Now we're talking. Yeah. No. Look, audio, visual, it does it all, man. In fact. Wow. Yeah, dude. We may need to up. talk offline because you just brought up something that that could make my life a lot easier and <laughs> could also help bring you a bit of exposure. Oh, the um, music stuff? Yeah, because look, I mean, music videos. Yeah. Music video animated music videos. You know what? I, I started getting uh I don't know. I think this is just part of me getting like like a little older or whatever, where I started checking out on software a little bit once uh, that you don't own it anymore. You don't own software. You, you have to give these licenses and then you yeah, buy it. One, that, yeah. It's me, not anything it, that I like. It brings out the, the angry boomer the in me, bro. Power, the amount of power that it brings, the flexibility that I'm able to now bring because of this software suite and i'm not a fan of cloud-based anything yeah but i will tell you it's worth it mm. i'll check it, it out is, i'm looking at it right now there there is not much that i would say is not worth you know th this i can't even this is what your local news stations use this is what disney uses this is what ABC uses. This is, and we're not talking little ABC. I'm talking nationwide. Mm. CNN uses it. MSNBC, Fox News, they all use this package because it is that flexible. It is that powerful. Sweet. And when you can do something as dumb as make a drawing and the computer will recognize the, the syllables you say and match shapes of mouths to it man that is huge did wow. you when trump was in office there was an animated series i think on on showtime and it was about trump and all they did was was make fun of trump it was done with character animator exclusively it's not that much so do you have to pay for this every year you can't you don't just buy it once and you have the rights to it it's even worse no. than that Dude, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, That's like against my morals, bro. Well, so this I mean, is fifty-three bucks a month forever. Uh, well, it's about five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, that. If but you then pay for it by the year. But not. Uh, yeah, gay. I don't know, man. Oh, no, it is. It is. That is homo. That's but like don't I ask, don't money. tell me that price. 
I, I make I make more doing. Yeah, it's stuff a big part of it. your creative process, right? So it's yeah. it's it's a net it's a net benefit to me. Mm. I think it's a net benefit to anyone in the in the creator industry. Um, look, man, you you come up here and you do these these awesome these awesome live streams, and you've got some good people in your audience, man. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy sitting in your chat. I don't always speak up, but almost every night when you're on, I'm there. You lurk. You're one of the lurkers, huh? Yeah, I've been well, hearing about that. Normally, I'm drawing. When I'm cool. at my computer, I love hearing I'm drawing that. Or, or something like that, and I need something to listen to. You do marathon streams, and you're not boring. Nice. A lot of people who talk for hours and hours and hours, it, it's like pulling teeth, man. Yeah. And that's why I don't do it, because I don't have that kind of energy. <laughs> yeah, re well, retards will always be entertaining, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and dude, I mean, just just think about the the one time we were we were at the same place together. Mm -hmm. Think about how much you were moving around versus me and Frank. I mean, you were running circles around us all. Yeah, you yeah. you're an animal, dude. Yeah, I got I, energy is my is my gift, man. It's always been like that. And you know, once I lose these 30, 40 pounds, I'll be a be a gazelle again. <laughs> oh dude look if uh if if i could drop if i could drop about 60 pounds 80 pounds god i'm fat mm. uh, <laughs> but i'm actually working on it i i actually bought i actually bought a whole weight a weight set and everything dude i've got a cage sitting in my garage now but no i'm trying to improve my health yeah so i could bring it's up my so energy crucial man oh no yeah, it is. it's crucial but I, I just think about how much you put into your stuff because for you to do this show for the, the two, well, no, let's be honest, the three to four hours you normally do almost every night, your prep time, you're doing at least two to three hours of prep. No, I mean, okay. Like I will lately, I got my people helping me like hooray. It's like Horatius and a couple other people send me a lot of stuff, but I, no, man, I, I, I got my prep time down to about an hour. I, yeah, that's impressive. Well, um, I do. I, I prep. I front loaded. I what I do is I prep for like three to four hours every Monday. And then okay. that that lasts me for basically the whole week. Then it's about half an hour a day before my stream, 40 minutes. And I have my workflow down, but I, I you know, I messed it up for the first year. It took me it takes you over a year to get good at anything. You know, that's why oh, yeah. I got a background as a musician helped because, I mean, it took me 10 years to get really good at music. Um, yeah. And yeah. Man, I played. Uh, man, I've been playing. Well, I stopped playing bass when I was 34. Mm. I started playing when I was 12. Wow. The first song I learned how to play. Did was you Jerry's practice a lot? Driver. Did you ever get like obsessed with it? Like practice all the time? My parents hated me. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. I, Dude, you're not uh, a musician no. unless the people around you hate you for a couple of yes, years. Yes. Uh, yep. I had a, uh, I had an 800 watt uh, PV, PV keyboard amp that I played through. Mm -hmm. And my parents refused to buy me head uh, cans because they said I would blow my ears out and they, they, they weren't wrong. So they let me play with this big 18 inch woofer and everything. And even though like on three, it would rock the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's good loud <laughs> and, amp. Uh, yeah. So the first, uh, the first full song that I learned how to play was Jerry was a race car driver. 
Yeah. Oh, like that's a good one. I love that song. I love Prime's yeah. one of my favorite bands, man. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> They're I got awesome. to uh I got to meet Les Claypool mm. uh at a Lollapalooza. Great guy. What year? Fact, uh this would have to be like 94, 95. Cool. Classic. It was one of the one of the first ones. I met Zach De La Roca in like '97. Yep, cool. He's not. He is no fun. Um, Doesn't seem like it. Good. No, good band though. Paranoid. Great. Great live band. I yeah, love Rage. Yeah, Rage yep. Against the Machine was amazing live. Their message was garbage. Uh, I know they're that straight now. up commies, man. It's crazy. Yeah, they are. yeah. 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 <laughs> but their their music is just so good. You know, back then I I I loved everything they talked about. Yeah, I, I you're young, the best that you want to be a revolutionary. You know, yeah, yeah. But then when I started looking <laughs> into what they were talking about, it's like, oh my god. Well, I still like the music, but <laughs> I don't have to support what they're saying. Right. I mean, I I, I still listen on Sirius XM. Uh, their their guitarist who is not that great. No, um, very overrated. Tom Morello. No. I used to be obsessed with him. Very overrated. He's just using yeah, once you figure that out whammy pedal. Yeah. Whammy yeah. bar. Yeah, dude. It's it's not that hard what he does. Yeah. It's all about the setup. Yeah. I watched a bunch of his tutorials back in the day where he went through his pedal rig and it's mm. really not it's yeah. It's yeah. I'm trying to think of a good it's just flashy and it's like a gimmick, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. And see what's bad is I there was one song we used to play that I would run through a uh, I'd run through a wah pedal on bass and it would uh-huh. get that that seventies like porn sound dude it was <laughs> it, it was a blast to play it's like why don't why don't why don't why don't, why don't, why don't someone why clip don't. that yeah. someone clip yeah. that make a beat I out of it that. I love that I love that dude it, it was a lot of fun to play but looking back it really took nothing to play it. Yeah, and that's what Tom. It's all about the effects. Yeah, yeah, that's all Tom Morello did. The best musician they had was their bassist, and all he did was all he did was run chords. All he did was run uh, scales, like pentatonic scales. Yeah, Yeah. just like pentatonic riffs all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's you know, I I thought they were great. I thought Flea was an amazing bassist until I realized all he does is run scales. Yeah, Flea's good though. I mean, he he's no, he's good. He's smooth. Yeah, he's he's and overrated, he but he's still highly rated. You know, I think I think pound for pound, Les Claypool was a hell of a more of a musician than any of them. I think he might be the best bass player of all time. I think Les Claypool <sighs> might be the best yeah. ever. I mean, no, I could. Yeah, yeah, I think I he's the best. The yeah, he, I think he's the greatest. Yep. The 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 problem with Primus was is their whole their whole shtick was too much of everything. Mm. It was too much guitar, too much bass, and too much drum. Yeah, I love all it. thrown into one, and they made it work somehow. Yeah, I've seen him like twenty times. I've seen I've seen Prime. I used to see Primus like twice a year for ten years, man. Yeah, yeah, they're Dude, a great they, band. they play dives, man. They still yeah. play dives today. I saw it's all great. the festivals. I used to be a big hippie. Went to Bonnaroo yeah. every year. Uh, uh, Radius uh, says, uh, uh, "Any any respect for Cliff Burton?" Uh, look, man, I love heavy metal. I absolutely love heavy metal, but it is probably the easiest form of music to play. If you really want to find true true talent, you may you may back me up on this, Steve. Uh, country. Country music actually takes a lot of skill and knowledge it to does. play. You gotta do you gotta <laughs> do a lot when there's only three or four chords, yo. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm playing country a lot these days, uh, too, just because of where I live. Um, you kind of got to learn the standards here in Tennessee and definitely have a new respect for it. But I mean, a lot of it, you know, most music comes from the blues, like almost yeah. all modern music comes from the blues, oh, yeah. rock, Definitely. jazz, uh, country, folk, you know, all, they all comes from the blues. And once you add a couple minor chords, you get into rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, bluegrass, man, Yeah, that takes skill. And I really always wanted to learn how to play the banjo. Mm hmm. That is just one of those oddball instruments I could never figure out. And I can't read music. Yeah. So <laughs> one of those. So it's, it's overrated being able to read. No, no. Look, if I think it is today, looking back on it, had I actually made it in the music industry, I would consider myself a hack today if I still couldn't read it. Music. Yeah, I'm just saying, like to to play in bands, and I mean, I can read really well. I'm a music teacher. I just to, to, to play in bands and record. You don't need to learn how to do it. <laughs> you, no. Like, yeah, you don't. It's it's cool to be able to do, and it's great for being able to explain music and know music as a language. But as far as being able to just play, it's just it's overrated. I mean, it's it's having an ear is music. Mm -hmm. That's oh, music. Uh, having an ear is yep. is real talent. Um, Cliff Burton. Cliff Burton was a good bassist, okay? Cliff Burton, a lot of people say he's unbelievable because he could he could pluck with all four fingers. That's the reason why a lot of people think he's great. I didn't play at the bottom of the bass. I played on the neck. Mm. That's that's why Les Claypool could do with the things he did. He barely ever slapped around the pickups. He always played up on the neck. Right. It offered a lot more flexibility and a different tonal sound and he learned something most bases didn't. He learned how to play chords. Yeah. Yeah. He's super <laughs> versatile. And you know, he, like he plays many different types of bases too. It's yeah. I would love to see Claypool again. Um, yeah. I think he's from Tennessee or Kentucky, right? Where, where does no, he's from? No? They're from, uh, they're from out of, uh, not Seattle. I think Oregon. Really? Yeah, they were they were they all worked on a commission, uh, commercial fishing vessel. Oh, California, Northern California. Okay, yeah. yeah. So San Francisco area. Yeah. I don't yeah, know they, what, what this is. It's in California, so, so I'll never go there. <laughs> supposedly they supposedly they met on a commercial fishing vessel. Really? That's why they always sing about fishing on every album. Fascinating. So I uh, Yeah, by San Fran, yep. I grew up fishing. So wow. I can I can dig it. Cool. Uh, it's actually the person who introduced me to them. We used to work summers on uh, his dad's shrimp boat as children. Yes, child labor does exist. <laughs> yeah, Mostly I want to bring South. that back, yo. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I think that, you know, like labor laws are BS. <laughs> yeah. I'm it, big it, I'm big on indentured servitude. Uh, to a point, it's not that bad. I mean, look, the military, no. that, that's really all the military is. It's indentured servitude. You You sign over a portion of your life for training. Now, if you make the good decisions, you can be profitable with it. If you decide to be infantry, well, you can't spell infant without you can't spell infantry without infant. So, mm. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I think that's a good good uh, place to, to end the interview or whatever. Why don't you plug your stuff though, man? Do you do you like upload as a podcast or anything, or are you just like YouTube and YouTube? YouTube huh? I do YouTube and Odyssey. Um, uh, okay, that, they, but they don't have multi stream. Yeah, do they? You can't. Do you, uh, yeah. Well, right now you can't. I can't stream on Odyssey because I don't have enough subscribers there. Oh. <clears throat> but how many do you need? I, I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, they haven't even released the guidelines. Uh, Frank can stream there. I can't. That's all I know. Interesting. Um, but yeah, right now, no, I don't do a podcast at, only because I don't take the time. If I took the time and actually recorded my streams, I would do a podcast because it's really not that hard to upload or anything. No. I mean, but, I, I, Alex, shout out to Alex Woofy. He's he he upload. He's uploading this as a as a podcast tomorrow. He, he just does awesome. it for me. Yeah, he does the thumbnails and the and the podcast. Love him yeah. for it. Yeah, there's some uh, look, it, there's a lot of great options that you can use. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, who is that? Uh, is he's that my a, uh, chief correspondent, Horatius. Set of a Cantus bear. Yeah, I don't know how to say that, but set of a Cantus. Yep, you got it. Yeah, I, pr- you I probably it. hacked your name, but uh, I appreciate it. Look, man. Um, yeah, I only do it there because I don't have the presence to actually record my lives because I'm not always happy with them. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's it's live is live. You're doing a lot of things without a safety net. Mm-hmm. I don't take them down, but I don't walk away from everyone going, "Yeah, that was the best show ever." Or sometimes it's like, "Oh." Oh, that was rough, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I just leave them up there warts and all. So it's, so it's aircraft. So I just want to get plug your stuff. Cause this is going to be a podcast. People will check you out on the different platforms, but so it's aircraft sparky on YouTube. Yes. And- one word. It's youtube.com slash aircraft sparky. One word. Um, and you can find me on odyssey as well at odyssey.com slash aircraft sparky. Um, and usually in all of my videos, I have a little invite link down there, so mm-hmm. it'll bring you right to cool. To yeah. And so car- cartoons every Sunday, right? Right now, cartoons every Sunday until I get my character pull up enough to where I can do two a week. That That's the goal right now. As long as I'm by myself, if I get some other people in, in the program, which I have talked to a few people and one person seems quite interested if I can break up the division of labor just a little bit, yeah, it'll it'll make it helps. It goes miles. Yeah, if you yeah. don't have to do it all alone, because I mean, developing developing one episode, it is literally, I'm drawing, I'm drawing car, I'm drawing characters. I do a storyboard. I write a script. I then record all the voices, and then I have to match the cartoon characters not only in their lip syncs, but also movements, gestures, and things like that to make sure it's somewhat fitting. Um, it took me six hours to edit that 10-minute video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that ain't that's me. not including recording it. It is, a, it is labor-intensive, but it is a one of love. So I'm enjoying myself. So as long as I'm having fun, I'm going to continue doing it. One of the biggest criticisms I had over the Tucker Carlson one was that he was smiling during the deal and Tucker doesn't really smile. He doesn't he smile. That, yeah. He has just that smug. Yeah. yeah he has <laughs> that dumb, dumbfounded look on his face. I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the whole time I'm smiling while I'm doing it. Cause I'm enjoying myself. So, you know, eat crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aircraft Can't Sparky, everybody. Yeah. The man that loves his work. Thanks for coming on. I'll make sure I send you this uh, when it uh, uploads as a podcast, you can spread it to your, your peeps, but it was great talking to you, man. Yeah, man. Look, I I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. And thank you to to one of the most interactive uh, chats I've seen in quite a while. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love them. You know, what's, what's bad is I didn't get to address them all that much because we were just going back and forth so much. Yeah. Um, 
and I am terrible for watching. Like when I do my live streams, I have people watching the stream and bringing things to my attention in the background. Just so yeah, I, I check out. I, yeah, I don't look at the chat. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's yeah, it's about having a conversation. Yeah, and so if I address if you address every chat, you'll just do nothing but that. You know. Yeah. So it's it's hard work, man. Um, but man, God bless you for what yeah, you God do. Bless, I enjoy man. it. I enjoy it. Thank you for uh, giving me hours of entertainment. Cool, man. I'm glad, yo. Uh, really, really happy that you draw during uh, during my stream. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I look. I, I can't. I, I can't stop. It, right now, it's an obsession. Uh, <laughs> so it's cool. Well, best of it, luck with the cartoons. I hope you pick yeah. up the base, and, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. You take care. All right. Much love, man. Peace. All right. All right. All right. Aircraft Sparky, thanks for the reminder about the music. Sorry about that. I got to put some on that. All right, guys.